Howdy there, folks, and welcome to The Random Men, where two experts on nothing talk about everything. For today's episode, Kenny dropped in unexpectedly while I was making dinner, and after a couple of drinks, we found ourselves sitting down for a quick discussion on a topic that I think most of us deal with on a weekly basis, whether shopping, cooking, or just rummaging through the cabinets and fridge. Decisions must be made. So, set your phone to smell-o-vision. Because today, two random men discuss expiration dates. Man, I'm going to apologize right out of the gate here. I'm a little bit stopped up. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, had a nose full of that Lubbock dust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it right. blew in. We had a pretty bad storm roll in earlier in the week. And all the cars are just covered in red dust. I did that today where I went out and I was looking at my truck. And I was like, ooh, it just looks gross. Like, needs a bath. Bad. Yeah, it looks like you went four-wheeling on Mars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly what it is. I was a little disappointed, though. I was sitting in the garage. I was like waiting to have a beer. I was like, oh, storms are coming. <laughs> you know how we love them storms. And then, man, it blew through in like 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, I'd even replaced all the batteries and the flashlights. I was Aww. getting ready. You were ready. Not going to get me this time. <laughs> so, yeah, if I sound a little stopped, like I'm kind of talking like that. Yeah, that's why. Hey. I'm, I'm hearing myself reverberate in my own head. It's okay. You're not the only one. I promise you that. I can't tell how bad I sound. You sound great to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was good to be here. I kind of popped in on you tonight. Yeah, and I know uh, it was kind of last minute, and we were like, hey, we might not necessarily have the time to do our, our traditional episodes which are you know 45 minutes to an hour or something like that but we're like hey let's at least try to yeah. try to knock something out right i was in the neighborhood and yeah. we got to talking and you're like hey you want to fire it up mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. let's do mm-hmm. that why not so I'll tell you what i'll make this really really easy okay we can be out of here in in, in seconds if we want to <laughs> i just got one question for you thanks you folks good night yeah one question okay you go to the fridge or the cupboard whatever you're hungry you grab something, you're like, man, this sounds great. I want to eat it. And you look down, and it's out of date. What's my thoughts on that? Throw it away or give it a shot. Um, I am a firm believer in trust your nose. <laughs> okay. Because I was waiting to see if you were like, yes or no. And I was just going to be like, hey, that's the episode, no. everybody. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Kenny says no. Throw it away. Yeah. No, everybody. <laughs> uh, no, on, on the contrary. Uh, I think, yeah, trust your nose. There's mm-hmm. been many things I've come across looking at that if you really get to looking, it's not a expiration date. It's a freshness date. It's a board on date, things of that nature. So mm-hmm. just because you see a date on the package doesn't mean it's bad. Yes, I agree with you 100%. And, uh, of course, our dad was a butcher for, you know, 20 years or 30 or however, however long it was. Long time. And he was always notorious about he would just grab it, get a little smell of it, and make a decision right then and there. Like, nope, not, not good. Keep it. And that could have been training. That could also been just, you know, he was had his quirk about him. Like, oh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I, I think it's pretty I've standard. Gotten, I've gotten to the point where if Liz or even, well, hell, anybody asked me, like, hey, man, do you think this is still, you know, smells good or whatever? <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, if you question it, throw it away. And that was his philosophy. Yeah. Does this smell funky to you? If it smells weird, smells, and you don't like it. Does the exact same thing with me because she won't smell it. She yeah. will not. 
Yeah, it's probably the same thing. Yeah. They won't put their face to it. And they're like, smell this. I'm like, I don't want to smell it if you think it's rotten. So, yeah, I just have dad's philosophy. If it doesn't smell right, then don't risk it. That has to be the most primitive test. I almost said taste test, but not a taste <laughs> test. You know, go, don't go licking it. It's green. <laughs> put it back. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... I, I watch enough of these shows and, you know, hunt. We hunt. Mm-hmm. Trust your nose. If something doesn't smell right, it ain't right. Don't. I, I, think I, I got poisoned by prawns one time. <laughs> Food poisoned because. I think you told that one because then you had to go on a boat. Yeah, I was on a catamaran. Eat. Yeah, that's, 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 not a, that's a, boat. a story for another time. <laughs> it's not a boat. But yeah, yeah, just trust your nose. And with the expiration dates, born on dates, there's really no, once you start digging, there's no like national standard for setting the dates. It's each company does it their own way. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. it can be played for just wanting to move product off a shelf. Absolutely, yeah. Which isn't necessarily, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, yeah, okay, you know, if you think like corporate mind, like, oh, I'm trying to sell as much as I can, but it's also not a bad thing to go and have something on there. I I think I, I wish I would have had a little bit more time and I could have done some more of the research to see when they really started putting the dates on things because I don't know when that was, but I do know that when companies started putting some kind of date and here in a second I'll hit on all the different ones but uh, when they first started really doing it there was a lot of the consumers that were like hey what is this what does it mean and they're like oh it kind of tells us when we need to sell it when we need to get rid of it and the consumers immediately were like well we want to know more like give us a better time frame so um, that was one of those things that, like, when it got started, immediately people were, like, on board for, totally cool with, but hey, let's, we want to know exactly. Now, the problem with that was the idea was it was going to lower the amount of food that was wasted. Unfortunately, that totally backfired. Had an adverse effect? Yes. It started in the 70s, actually. Okay. Uh-huh. When So you got to think, like, Moving more into like superstore grocery stores than mom and shop markets. Mom and shop? Mom and shops. Mom and, mom and pops? I'll go down to the mom and shops. Look at me. See, I'm tired. I told you I was extremely tired when I showed yeah. up. Yeah. So there's going to be a little bit of lapse in, in, in cognition here. <laughs> uh, but in your mom there. and pop, as he's saying pop with the nose thing happening, mom and pop. Mom and pop shops. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Go, yeah. Going into grocery. So it started in the 70s because people began wanting to see more dates and information on the food they were buying. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're getting into more preservatives, things like that. And today everything's got so much preservative in it. That Extra to it. You look at, yeah. you know, a can of green beans can say it expires in four years. It'll still be edible in six. Mm-hmm. Might just taste a little bit off. Yeah. But, but safe. So, with, 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 them introducing this in the 70s, uh, like I said, it kind of had the reverse effect where we actually started wasting more food because then people got scared by it. And they would just look at it and go, oh, it says that it's out of date. That means I can't do anything with it without ever opening up, looking at it, taking a look, smell, anything like mm-hmm. that. That's what happens when you trust and, a man. Same thing with medicines. They can be good for a long time mm-hmm, after it mm-hmm. says, used by. So, uh, before we go any further... I think the big thing to say is there's typically four different classifications. Okay. Okay. You have your sell-by date. Now, I'm not knocking anybody 
that has a problem with looking at dates and gets worried about it because you know what at the end of the day be safe take care of you and yours you know do what you got to do mm-hmm. but when it says sell by date that is the date that whoever produced the product and now remember we're not talking just meat or dairy or something like that yeah, we're talking you're throwing a general yeah, i mean you got you know crackers chips uh canned goods you know whatever they anything so when they say sell by that is literally just the company producing the product telling whoever is selling the product for them hey this is what we think is the best date that this needs like the last date this needs to be sold by Okay. Kind of at its peak of freshness. Mm, and peak after of that, it's yep. going to start becoming discolored. Something's going to happen. Meat. It's going to, you know, go downhill. Whether it's still safe or not, it just is not what they think is its peak <laughs> performance of that product. Okay? If you don't get rid of it by then, you're going to start to run into trouble in the coming days. Hmm. So that doesn't mean that if you don't hit the sell-by date, that it's bad, per se. Yeah. That just means the company said... Okay, that's not what we think it's going to be our peak of our product's quality. So then the next one would be the best buy date. Best buy date. Now, the best buy date is the next step down from the sell buy. It's telling the consumer, like, okay, this is what, when you have it at your house, like you've already bought it from the store, taken it home, done your thing. This is what we're telling you we think is the best day to consume left it by. To consume it by. Like, it again, just because it goes past that day doesn't mean that it's dangerous. Doesn't mean that, you know, you can't cook with it, eat it, and, you know, do whatever. It's just that's what they think is the best time for the product before it really starts deteriorating mm-hmm. for you at your house. Yes. Okay. Ran into this the other day because there was sausage. And you already know sausage kind of has a funk to it. And sausage is one of those things that it gets very tricky to spot when it turns. That's true. It's a very weird color. It's, it's, it's got smell. a funky smell it's to it. kind of an odd texture. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like I was looking yeah. at it and going, it, I really stood in the kitchen. I took like four whips of it and go, you know. It's like looking at spam going, is this still good? And like, yeah. I ended up having to just, <laughs> well, I went and looked it up and it's like, oh, it's it's still good. Six days from its expiration date. Mm-hmm. But back to your point, it was like, I don't really want to risk this and ruin everybody's weekend. But what was, was it a sell-by, a best-by, or the next oh, two I it? don't recall. Okay, so. But I talked myself into smelling a funk, and I just got rid of it and we cooked something else. <laughs> I wasn't going to poison the family. No, 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 no. I've, I've, I've done it too, <laughs> man. Why risk it? Yeah. Uh, so then the next one is the use-by date use. now the use by date again whoever produces the product is predicting this is the final day this is this is the end of its not life not health healthy or anything like that this is the end of its peak performance it's like last call everybody yeah. consuming after this you're anything running your own this, risks and the best way to really differentiate between uh the best buy and use by date would be I would think, like, say a bag of chips. Everybody's bought a bag of chips and had them in your cupboard for a couple of days. And then you go grab one, and it's like, it's a little stale. It's like just getting to that point where mm-hmm. it's like, huh, that's, it's not bad. It's not terrible. I can still eat it, but, you know, like, I that's just when, get a little bit of a different kind of crunch to it. That's when you kind of angry eat it. Like, no, I'm going to sit here and I'm eat this bag. I bought gonna, it. And I'm going to finish it now. I yeah, feel exactly. good about this. Because that's the use-by date. It's just saying, hey, 
this is the last of it being a high quality product. I said anger eat. I should say resentment eat. Because already there's only a quarter of chips in the damn bag. That's true. So you just get angrier after opening up your stale bag. Yeah, I got my stale bag. I've got so few stale chips in my hand. quarter full (laughs) that I spent $4 on. Damn chips. Yeah. Yeah, $4 depending on what kind of chips you're getting. Anyway, so that's the difference between your sell-by, your best-by, and your use-by. Okay, none of these three fall in a category of it not being okay to consume. Now, obviously, if your sell-by date is a month ago, a month ago, (laughs) yeah, yeah, don't want to do that. Yeah, don't risk it. Like, yeah, and that's going to be our probably recurring thing the whole time we're talking about this is, yeah, at the end of the day, use your best judgment. Come on. God, we throw away so much food. And I don't mean like we as a family. I mean like we when you just start looking at everybody. Oh, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Maybe that should be the search engine result later on as I'll see how many tons of food waste per year in the United States. Oh, God. You want to try that one later? That would be a sickening thought. Maybe. If it gives me the data. I'll look it up. I'm not promising that'll be the search engine. But that's a good one if it actually gives me a definitive answer. It's going to be very sad. Anyway, so Ethiopia. Then the final one. <laughs> yeah, let mm, again can make us sad. When you threaten your kids, it's always the same countries. Well, that's why we are very adamant about it. if we have leftovers, like that's what we're gonna eat the next couple of days because I'm not gonna cook anything else because we got it. No, that's we it. are good about that. I like to repurpose foods. Mm-hmm. You walked in and I literally was telling you about the casserole that I made. Yeah. And I was like, we're gonna eat off this Smell next couple great. of days. Like, I didn't even cut into it tonight. Like, I'm gonna, we're going to have it for the next few days. That's the point of it. Um, anyway, so the final one is the expiration date. And that is really the one that you should concern yourself with. That's the Dark Lord. Like, okay, all these other ones, it's the company saying, like, oh, that's when its peak is starting to come down or might yeah. not be as good as what we think it is. Just looms over all other dates. But expiration <laughs> is a different a different story. That's when it's like, okay, now it could actually be harmful to you. Yeah, we're worried about bacteria growth now. Now, you don't get a whole lot of expiration dates on consumables as far as like food products and stuff like that. They are Mostly, so pumped full of preservatives that it's yeah. like, they'll last for years. It's the Twinkie effect. Yeah. Mostly, expiration is on, like, medications and stuff like that. Yeah. Which still is bullshit. That's just them wanting you to buy more medication. You know? I mean, I know they say they lose potency. Yeah. So, I guess you're running the risk of people going, oh, that didn't work. I'll take another. And then you run into some danger zones. Mm. But, I just think of that. <laughs> expiration dates make me think of that scene in Wolf of Wall Street where they take the, like, five-year-old lewds. And oh, they don't kick in for two hours. So, they take another one. To do it. And then they come in full strength with the delayed effect. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) That's the the scary part about medications. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, if there's one I'm not going to take a risk with, it's really, I'm sorry, it's medications. Yeah, that can hurt you. It could. Food poisoning ruins your weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Medications, you're running into a whole other monster. Yeah. And... I'll, I'll admit, there's a lot of stuff out there that I didn't really, I guess I never thought about it having an expiration date, because it's something that, like, uh, earlier, I was digging around the cabinet, 
and I found a bottle of vinegar. Dude, I didn't think of vinegar ever going bad, but I happened to look at it and I was like, oh, that's like six months out of date. I was like, huh. Now, we've probably had this bottle of vinegar for 20 years. <laughs> well, I, vinegar, I was like, oh. No, here's the thing with vinegar, though. It's because it, like, loses its acidity. Oh. I do know this. That, yeah, it, it eventually just becomes more and more watery and less potent. Uh-huh. So it's still vinegar, but it's just not as vinegar as so, it would have been. So, I mean, I, that, that is probably, if you pop that open, that is still absolutely good vinegar, even though it's six months out of date. It oh. just is a little less of its... It's a shadow so, of its former self. So there we go with the difference between when you get to your consumable, whether it's something that you're actually going to eat or drink versus something that you're going to use for different things like that. I mean, I know people well, use look vinegar, at it, but you know a, what I mean. Is it a best buy date or an expiration date? Hmm. Reach over there. Grab it. Ah, try and, um, it is best if used. Yes. There you go. Best if used by January. Open it and give it a sniff and see if it's still vinegar. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Why did I do that? Hey, pass, some, <laughs> pass some of that over. I needed to open yeah, up the need, sinuses. Yeah, here you go. Give me a... Smelling you. salts. Oh. Yep, that is Easter eggs. There you go. Okay. Oh, here. I'll let you put that back over there so nobody spills vinegar all over your floor. Even though you can clean with it. So... There we go. We just proved our own point about, oh, yeah. We need a whole episode about what you can do with vinegar. <laughs> I've opened many a pipe with vinegar. Okay, so now that we've burned our sinuses, uh, yeah, this brings up a question. And this is kind of going to get, I don't know how to frame this, other than I'm going to talk about farts. I'm not All trying right. to do dick and fart jokes here. But I had heard a long time ago, I'm not going to credit myself with this thought, but uh, the like primitive man, and this goes back to expiration dates and getting sick and food poisoning and all that, that like, everybody smells their own farts. Sorry, don't lie to me. Everybody rips one and goes, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm at least going to, yeah, check it out. I heard a theory that that was <laughs> like the first... We're talking primitive man, caveman, Neanderthal, whatever. Actually, we're not Neanderthal. Anyway, so primitive man. <laughs> before medicine, before doctors. Mm-hmm. That was like a good sign to tell you were about to get sick. Was going, something's wrong with my natural aromas here. What are you talking about, man? Like, we still do that all, all, all the time. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll be honest. Well, we joke and everybody, you know, locker room talk and go, oh, dude, you're sick. Do you need to go to the doctor? You know, and it's like, maybe. Oh, no. Like, I mean, yeah, you're right about that. But, I mean, I still, yeah. I'll sit there and I'll break wind and I'll smell like, oh, I don't, don't get too in depth, probably man. need to uh, change something up a little bit because hey. that, that's not good. Don't let everybody on to the fact that you're not high society. Uh, I'm just, I, hey, I don't care. Just a joke. <laughs> yeah. But you're, but you're right. Like that, how would that not be like a good way of... Being like, oh, I'm healthy or I'm not. Yeah, I, maybe it just didn't click with me. Like everybody. Oh, I'm, it, well, yeah, I'm sure you're right. powers. Everybody enjoys people. their own brand, don't they? But yeah, like that is a, like, that's why you naturally aren't disgusted by your own. Hmm. Is because you're kind of self-diagnosing. Hmm. It's like, that's not my usual, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how not I normally my usual. Hmm. It's not the usual. Well, so. We said earlier about, you know, the, the best way really to tell if something you're going to consume 
is still good or not is really just using your senses. And the number one thing is going to be smell. I mean, yes, yes that's, that's got to be the first thing. If you open a package of whether it be meat, milk, eggs, this, that, blah, 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 whatever it is, smell it. Now, not everything has a prominent smell, so that mm. can't be included with your diagnosis with everything, right? Yeah. I mean, but our, our main ones that we are worried about making us sick, that should be your very first thing is to just smell. It works in animals. Just as much as finding food, animals use scent to steer away from things that can hurt them. There's no reason that that doesn't work the exact same way in humans. Even us mm-hmm. modern humans that aren't in the wilderness, but just as a survival tactic, if your brain's saying something's wrong, get away from this situation. Well, I was so I was actually kind of pushing you towards something because I wanted to ask you this okay. question. You go push. So do you think that that is... That, that's still got to be like one of our most primitive things for us. Like as humans, as, as far as we've gone and moved on evolution wise or, or advancement or however you want to look at it, the fact that we can still, we still grab something and we smell it before we eat it. Like yes. that's got to be like one of the most primitive things that, that we, we still, still have do? held on to. No, that's a good point. That's like, a damn good point. And I mean, I'm not saying that like a bad thing. Like, like, no, we, we still have that in our minds somewhere back there. They're like, maybe I should take a smell of this before I bite into it. Uh, Which, like you said, you see any animal go to eat anything, the first thing it's going to do is smell it first. Or yeah. stay away from it because it can smell it from it, a far distance. <laughs> as you were saying that, I was thinking in my head, like, is it a learned trait, you know, to, to check? Like, you've had to go through a bad experience. But, no, you still see babies turn mm-hmm. away from things mm-hmm. that are unpleasant to them and i think we we lose it with kids a lot of times because a lot of times we assume they're just doing it because they don't want to eat whatever it is and like oh i don't like the way that smells or that looks icky or something like that well but maybe that's them just figuring it out yeah a brussels sprout a boiled brussels sprout might smell similar enough to rotten meat that to a baby's triggers simple brain yeah 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 no Hey, I mean, we might be onto something. Like I said, there's a lot of times, you know, with Jack, like I'm sitting there and I'm 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 cooking something special, and or not necessarily special, but I'm cooking something (laughs) different that we don't normally imagine. Every night is just Chef Keith in the kitchen, just les poissons, les poissons. Mm -hmm. No, I think anybody that knows me knows. uh, No, definitely not there. But anyway, I'll cook something. Another special meal for my boy. He'll say it doesn't smell good or it looks weird. And, like, I've started really paying attention to him. Like, you know what? You're right. That does look kind of weird. Like, yeah. the first time a kid sees, like, uh, I don't know, Hamburger Helper. Like, to a lot of, a lot of people with my look at think, oh, that looks weird. If you've never seen it before. Yeah. Pork you know, rind. A pork rind might be like, <laughs> this is odd. What is this? Why do they like chicken nuggets? Because it's safe. It's golden brown. <laughs> it's handheld. <laughs> It doesn't have eyes. It's perfect. <laughs> How many times do we have we talked in other episodes Ketchup, about... Ketchup, it's red you know, like a flower. In another country, you know, something is a delicacy, whether we'd eat it or not, you know, up in the air. But you got, like, a kid trying to process what they're looking at and smelling at when they've probably never seen or smelled anything like that before. They're going to be like, nope, I don't want that. I'm not I even, love watching not, babies. Not having it. And I say babies and use that term for, like, anybody under about five. <laughs> yeah. Discover new things. Some of them, like salt and vinegar chips. Two of my kids, from the time they were little babies, mm-hmm. loved salt and vinegar chips. The other one, absolutely not. Now, that's something that is a very a 
abrasive tasting food. Yeah. Someone who has like a new palate, you know, and that's kind of what I'm getting at is watching like a little kid, like try new things. Like, yeah, that's the first time that kid tried steak. That's the first time they've tried barbecue chicken. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the first time they've tried buttered squash, you know, everything, just the whole, every different thing that like as an adult, you're always on the search for new taste profiles. And I've, why people love to travel and eat because you get something totally new. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a child's life. And that is awesome. Every day. Every, Every day. day. <laughs> Something new, probably. You're like, what do you mean you've never had mm-hmm. mint ice cream? Mm-hmm. You're like, I've never had it. And you're like, oh, oh, wait. And then guess what? There's a 50-50 chance. They're going to be like, this is the greatest thing ever, or I hate this. Yeah, this is disgusting. I literally watched my son yesterday out there playing in the yard. And he was looking. He was playing the grass. He's sitting there, you know, playing around. And he grabs, like, just a blade of grass. And he kind of looks at it for a second. And he puts it in his mouth. And he kind of goes... On it, he goes, Dad, that's not very good. I was like, well, <laughs> I could have told you that, but yep. you have, you learned. <laughs> You're done now. And but it like, looks like a green bean, which I do like. Uh, yeah, because he loves green beans and broccoli and peas and all all of his veggies he actually really loves. So good. I'm sure he was looking at it going, well, it's green. It kind of looks like all the other stuff I like. So why not give it a shot? Oh, my God. Buttered corn. That's what I was trying to think of a minute ago. Was like a kid oh. that's never had buttered corn, <laughs> and it's like you watch them bite into a corn cob and their eyes light up. Like, like why have you been keeping this from me? What is this magic? It's like, well, yeah. you needed teeth, mm, no, yeah, <laughs> so no. we had to wait a minute. Same reason I couldn't give you a peanut, yeah, or a full hot dog. <laughs> you weren't ready for it. Hot dogs still freak me out. I still have to cut them and like I won't give a kid a hot dog. Yeah, choking hazard. Yeah, yeah. It's like I cut them up weird. They're like, can I just have the hot dog? It's, well, not, yeah. Not the ten-year-old. She can handle a hot dog, you know. <laughs> but the four-year-olds are wanting to talk and this like is, eat at the same time. This is coming from the guy that choked on a rib. I've choked on two ribs. Mm. Mm. I've choked. I was about to say I've choked on many things, but oh god, I tried you to, said it. <laughs> and that's a sound clip. I've choked on a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. Lord have mercy. <clears throat> so, um, back to anything else. Um, oh, that make you uncomfortable? <laughs> no, I did actually have a point, but it made me forget what I was going to say. <laughs> Remember when the last episode when I was talking about that life? Oh, was it the last one? It was one of the, the episodes we've done where I was talking about that life-saving device that you can kind of plunge things. Yes, have you watched any videos on that thing is what I called it. Now you watch a ton of reviews and people will say it's horse shit. But there actual is video evidence of it saving people's lives, so I would rather have it in hand than have nothing but a Heimlich hmm. maneuver. Well, what'd you say? The, it was a Shasta that saved you? Yes. <laughs> and I mean, I was still getting air, but yeah, yeah it was you a were. Yeah. I always keep like a Sprite in my backpack for that reason. Again, back to my backpack of full of useless items until <laughs> they're not re- useless. We'll just revisit all the episodes while we're sitting here talking about this. Right? Oh man, reminiscing. <laughs> It's, it's bad. I, I'm so glad that we've been doing this for a while, but I forget a lot of the stuff that we've already done. <laughs> They're like snapshots like, uh, in yeah. our mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that episode. People come up and talk to me about like the haint blue and stuff like mm-hmm. that on our, the superstition episodes. And I'm like trying to roll back the Rolodex and go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to say it's one of those we do the episode and then immediately I forget. Whatever it is, but 
it does tend to go away. <laughs> you know what? Think about it like any conversation anybody has. It takes you a second to kind of recalibrate back and go, you know what? I do, I do remember talking to you in 2004 about uh, that part for your Ford Ranger. You know, it's like, no, you don't. Ford Ranger. What made that pop into my head? Ford Ranger. Yeah, must have been that. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so... Um, I will say this though, it is one of the most unnerving things on the planet to go and buy something. And for me and you, it's typically, you know, like a steak, you know, some ribs, pork butt, brisket, something like that. Well, actually I've never had it happen with a brisket. Thank God. For those new to us, we like to barbecue. Um, something like that. And then I go and get it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to cook this up. It's going to be great. And I open it up and go, Oh no, (laughs) no, that is just a sickening feeling. I had one of those with a pack of ribs the other day. Well, I say the other day, it was six months ago, which is another day. And yeah, got it home, opened it up. I was excited to put him on the smoker and that smell hit me. And it was like, whoop. Yeah. Melanie comes around the corner. She goes, what's raw? I saw my face and just started backpedaling. And I was like, they're not discolored or anything, but the smell hit me like a ton of bricks, Something like it had was... been left out in the heat, and then somebody tried to throw it back cold again. You know, I'm glad you just said that. Uh, something I forgot to say. Um, so you go back to what they say about like the sell by, the best buy, and use by date, and really even the expiration date. In you know, in some instances, the thing is, the producer cannot have any idea what's going to happen with this product between it leaving their shop floor and it getting to the whatever market you're buying it from. You know what I'm saying? Like, say it is meat or uh, dairy or egg or something like that, and it's totally, like, you know, in the time frame or whatever, but guess what? That truck got delayed for a day or two or refrigeration went out on it or something like that, and so... There, there's so many other, well, how much I say this? Sorry. There's, there's so many different things that you don't know. So, I mean, like they're, they really are just giving you kind of like a best buy date. I mean, they're just giving you like, well, this is what we think it should yeah. be. Um, like there, said, you don't know what that product went through in transit yeah. is what I'm saying. And there is regulations put forth by the government, but they're also loosey goosey in each company. Has a different way of manufacturing, different preservatives they put in their food, different mm-hmm. uh, packaging techniques. Mm-hmm. So it would almost be impossible to have a universal standard for it. So then you're just kind of at the mercy of whatever. You just can't trust in whatever you're, whatever you're buying from whoever you're buying it from. Yeah. That makes whatever sense. Hillshire Farm says. Or yeah. who's the ones that does the turkeys? Uh. Pilgrim's, Butterbean? Pilgrim's Pride. Oh, is Pilgrim's Pilgrim. Pride still around, or am I having a flashback? I, I think it is. I don't know. Shit, I don't know. Honeybee Ham. Let's okay. There. That's <laughs> like I just had like a, an old man moment of going. When was the last time I saw like a Pilgrim's Pride turkey? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> Shit. All right, man. Hey, tell you what. Let's 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 keep with the uh, the promise I made earlier. You okay. want to do a search engine? Oh, we're gonna do you want to do it? Okay, you ready? All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for search engine results.
This is the part of the show where I ask the all-powerful internet a question. I then get an answer. I make up two answers. <laughs> and I give them all three to Keith, and he has to try to guess which one the internet said is right. And as we all know, the internet doesn't lie. So, keeping with today's kind of pop-up theme that we're talking about with expiration dates and things of that nature, Mr. Richardson, I'm going to ask you, how much food is wasted in the U.S. each year? So you did actually look it up. I found it. Are you ready to play? As always. Okay. Here is your question. How much food is wasted in the U.S. each year? A. 119 billion pounds. Oh, God. B. 920 million pounds. Or C. Mm. 93 billion. Oh, man. I'm trying to <clears throat> even comprehend. It's sad any way you cut it. Like I said, just trying to comprehend the numbers. Do them again. 119 billion, 920 million, or 93 billion? Mm, there is no right answer to this. <laughs> Just sadness all around. Mm, you said 93 billion, 92 billion? That was C, yes. C. Incorrect. Yeah, and this is even sadder. It was the biggest one. It's A, 119 billion pounds of food is wasted in the United States each year. I was afraid of that. Oh, yeah. God. And that equates to 130 billion meals. Yeah. That is real sad hmm. when you break down the math like that. And, you know, I really do hate it. Like I said, okay, we, we, we've all done it to where, A, we've bought something... And we get from the store, we open it up, and it's not good. And we're like, oh, man, we got gypped. Okay, that sucks. Whatever. But I know a lot of people have done it, if not everybody, where you buy something and you forget about it. And then you go, like, oh, man, I need to take care of that or cook it or do whatever. And then you grab it, and it's not good, and it's it's all your yeah. fault. It's when, all just, when you're in a rush, you just screwed you know, up. And it's like, damn it, that to me really hurts me. It really does. I know not everyone has access to a supermarket or a butchery. On their daily commutes, right? Mm -hmm. But I've really tried to kind of... I do. I drive, right? A lot. I've really tried to not buy in excess while I'm at the store. Yeah. And more plan for that day. So, like, on the way home, I do a lot of cooking in the evenings. Mm -hmm. I kind of, throughout the day, will feel out through, you know, texting the old lady. Mm -hmm. Of, like, hey, what do you want tonight? And then we kind of josh back and forth and come up with a plan. And then on the way home, I will stop and buy those specific ingredients, and that is what I will directly go to the stove and make, mm -hmm. or the grill and make. And we've been able to cut down on a lot of food loss in in doing that and taking that practice. Now I know that's not everybody can't do that, especially if you live in the city. If you know, well, you have to have food delivered, things like that. You kind of have to meal plan. Yeah. And, and at, if I was better at meal prepping throughout the week maybe i wouldn't have to do that but i have been able to do my part and cut down on food waste by just actually getting what i'm going to make that day that's what i was about to say i think actually what you end up doing a lot of times is depending on where you're at and of course this is this is all a geographical thing 
Um, if you're living, say, like, okay, you're living in an apartment. You got X amount of room in your apartment. You don't have room for, like, some ginormous, huge refrigerator. So, guess what? You're not going to have just a billion things in there. You got, like, kind of what you're going to need for, like, the next day or two or whatever. And then you're going to stop at, you know, your little shop or whatever on your way home and do whatever. Those are probably the ones that waste the least amount. What's bad is us that have some big-ass refrigerator in their kitchen or possibly, like me, you know, I have two refrigerators. Yep. At one point, hey. I had two refrigerators and a freezer. Hey man, I got two refrigerators. I'm not knocking anybody for it, but it and is, I got a freezer. But we do it to where we we forget about checkmate. Stuff. <laughs> you know, so I mean that I think that's kind of part of it too. So, you know, when you're like you said, when you're only buying what you need for like right now, it's less convenient. But you're damn sure gonna not waste. So, hey, I'm you know I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm just saying that's kind of what I see. Yeah. You ever watch some movies or hear some stories I, I, about? Because I know I do it. I, I know I'm terrible about putting stuff in the back refrigerator, and I don't yeah. freaking forget about it. About like the little Sicilian lady that'll walk down to the market every day and get her fresh vegetables and meats and fruit and come back and make it, and you're just like, oh, I wish mm-hmm. I was, I wish I could do that. What was that dude that they were talking about, like, lived to be, I think he was one of the oldest people ever lived, and like, his yeah. thing was, he would walk on, uh, he, like, 15 miles into town every morning and he, get his food? Now, he lived on an island, and I don't <laughs> even remember exactly where it was, but the story, the little bits I remember, was he would leave every morning, and he would walk down to wherever, on the opposite end of the island, which was, like, two miles, and he would stop midway and have him a beer at the pub. He'd walk down there, he'd grab his food for the day, whatever he was going to cook dinner for, whatever. He'd walk back, stop back at the pub, have a beer on his way home, and then go home, cook his dinner, and go to bed. And wake up the next day and do the same thing over again. Like, that was like his daily routine for everything. It's like the dude ended up living to be like 115 years old or something. <laughs> it's like, he had to figure That's it out. That's the life. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking? Like a the conversation good we were fresh just... food, beer, every day? <laughs> the conversation we were just having? Would have yeah. been like a perfect introduction into a HelloFresh promotion, but we're not sponsored by HelloFresh. No, no, no. Yet. <laughs> so, do you want food delivered to your door? Coming Let me tell you, you what, HelloFresh. Hello Zero food waste. Meals come to you. Yeah, I'm not doing a free promotion. They can reach out to us. <laughs> now, to your point, yeah, I guess walking in one beer every day. It's like they say one glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not a doctor. That's another one that's kind of... Kind of odd, though. Alcohol, when it comes to uh, expiration dates. All different. All different. All crazy. Uh, and, I mean, like, wine. My experience with wine, it's not so much because everybody thinks, oh, you know, this bottle of wine is super old. It's got to be good. No, that's not necessarily how wine yeah, works. Yeah, mostly you, you hear when they open up some old ones, they're like, oh, that's skunky. That's hell. terrible. Yeah, that's not necessarily how that works. Just like... If I have a bottle of wine that sits in the fridge, it could very well last for a very, very long time. But once I pop that cork, I got about two, three days before, yep, yep, not going to happen. Well, let me tell you what, I got this bottle of beer and I ain't going to give it time to go out of date. <laughs> yeah. Or even reach its freshness date. There's nothing wrong with it. So, on that note, hey man, it was a quick little episode, but thanks for hosting me tonight. Yep. I kind of dropped in on you uninvited. Yep. Nope. Nope. I think we're good. Well, okay, then. I'll leave. (laughs) You you don't have to leave. 
<laughs> no, I just, uh, I know when you said that, I was like, hey, you know, what about this? This is a good question that I think everybody's dealt with. Every every decision-making adult or human, every de- decision, every person that makes decisions for their household has dealt with, oh, do I keep it? Do I throw it away? What do I do with it? Yeah. And yeah, like I said, at the end of it, I say, man, give it a smell, look at it, see what it looks like. Use your best judgment. And, you know, yeah, at the end of the day, we live by the style. If it's if it's something I'm not sure about, I'm not going to risk it. Hey, live by the nose, die by the nose. Exactly. Right? Till next time, I'm Kenny. I'm Keith. And don't forget, smell your meat.